Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. a story about two people who showed up at a county jail preventing or pretending to be detectives in order to bust their friend out simple phone call worked uh, against them and they were arrested this story is like that except it actually worked maxine feldstein of fayetteville arkansas will now spend 15 years in prison after showing up at the jail in washington county arkansas last summer with the intent of freeing her boyfriend one nicholas lowe who was incarcerated in that facility reports say the woman showed up at the jail with some very official looking paperwork and declaring herself to be the sheriff of ventura county california and requested to extradite said prisoner back home and it worked because Lowe was already scheduled to be sent back to Cali, the jailers thought the papers were real. The man released into the custody of said sheriff, and it took about a month for authorities to find the couple and rearrest him. <laughs> Mighty fine police work there, Arkansas. I was to say, it took a month to figure that out. Well, Cliff, yeah. I'm surprised we remembered it. At least I remembered it this morning. Yeah. It's almost time for Give Me the Good. Oh, yeah. You forgot, didn't you? I totally forgot. See? Today Spaced is today. 812-386-1250. We're going to mm-hmm. play a little Old Dominion first. Yes. After Old Dominion, you call us up and tell us something good that's happened to you lately. Okay. Something big, small, medium size. We don't care. Just something good. Oh, we got somebody oh, here. Well, maybe All something's right. going on good here. All right. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Pat. All right, Pat. What uh, What in your world is going on that's really good today? Today is my 17th anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. 17 years. Does it seem like it's been 17 years, Pat? No. (laughs) Does it seem longer? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, Pat. (laughs) It can be that bad, can it? No, it's not bad at all. Longer is good. Oh, longer is good. Well, all right. Well, Pat, first of all, congratulations on 17 years. Do you have any special plans for tonight? Well, actually, tonight we're going to Lowe's. He needs wood to finish the fence. That's why it's lasted 17 years. <laughs> That's really romantic, Pat, isn't it? Huh? You're right. I'm going to Lowe's to get some wood. Well, Pat, well, yep. thank you so much for calling in this morning. You have a wonderful anniversary at Lowe's, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Never thought I would say that, Cliff. No. Have a wonderful anniversary. <laughs> At Lowe's. <laughs> no, Cliff, I don't have a blowtorch that you can borrow. Well, that's too bad. Yes, that was a conversation <laughs> right before Just Keith right Urban got through like singing. Deep. You don't have a blowtorch I can borrow. No, I don't even own a blowtorch. Why would you want a blowtorch for me? I think me? that's the only thing that can uh, get rid of those gnats that just basically keep you from going outside these days. Are you experiencing that as well? You know, Cliff. Yeah. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I'm so sweet. I don't think they really mess with me any. I haven't noticed any problem with them. You haven't noticed any problem with gnats? No. Because I get swarmed, and I've talked to a couple of other people, and I've seen people post on social media. Every time they go outside, they get swarmed by these little gnats. 
They just fly and buzz around they on you? They just buzz around. You, you, They get in your ear. They try to get in your mouth, and uh, they will bite you. Huh. It kind of looks like a mosquito bite, but there's no mosquitoes around yet. I feel a little sad this morning now because I'm missing out on this. <laughs> I, my sweetness is right, yeah. proving to be my detriment here. Uh-huh. Well, I wish I could have some gnats. <laughs> Are these gnats about mosquito size, Cliff? Um, no, they're way smaller than that. Man, I'm missing out on this. <laughs> You're having summer fun, and yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's exactly what that is. It's some, you know. The, I've seen people post on social media that they are using um, a mixture of vanilla, you know, the liquid vanilla. Oh yeah, and uh, water and a couple of other things, and spraying it on themselves as a repellent. Maybe that's why they're not bothering you. Because if there's any person more plain vanilla than you, I don't know them. Well, <laughs> all I can say is, yeah, curse my sweetness this morning, Cliff. <laughs> curse my sweetness. We, with all the recent talk about trouble with the fancy computer controls on that Boeing airplane, you might be wondering not so much about planes being grounded for safety, but whether or not aviation rulemakers have time to look in on matters frequented by the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast. And the answer, of course, is yes. As the equivalent of the FAA in the country of India says, they've got a plan in place to make sure the occurrences of this in-flight issue stops happening. And that is... Airplanes dumping human waste over Indian airspace. Technically, the laboratory tanks on board commercial airliners cannot be dumped, only pumped out, but there can be leaks. But that hasn't stopped a retired army captain from complaining to authorities about what's fallen on his house, located under the final approach course to the Delhi airport. The man says the walls and floor of his terrace are splattered with large patches of liquid waste although it could not be conclusively proven that the waste came from flying aircraft. The Aviation Authority is considering surprise random inspections of the human waste tanks on planes that have just landed to be sure that they are not empty. Violating airlines will be fined $736. <laughs> That's kind of scary when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, they say they can't guarantee that that... It's coming from airplanes. It's got to come from somewhere. Where else could it possibly come from? I mean, you don't have people hovering over your house. <laughs> Giant squatting people hovering I, over your house. I don't. <laughs> Leaving large splattering messes. Yeah, no, I don't believe that's happening. I don't believe there's a headline for that, no. no. <laughs> Did you see, Cliff, where Arnold Schwarzenegger was kicked in the back? No. During an appearance in South Africa on Saturday? <laughs> Some dude just randomly kicked him in the back. Well, I don't know if it was a dude or not, but... The, Someone I mean, did. Yeah, but okay. the video was, like, crazy. I mean, it's a crazy video of yeah. this happening. It was kind of nice to see Maria Shriver once again, though, appear <laughs> on screen. Kind of. <laughs> on my way to you, that's Cody Johnson, and in a couple of days, Cody's going to turn 32, which I think is a little bit young to have your own cologne line. I just think 32 is <laughs> not quite there. He's got his own cologne line? He's coming out with it, Cliff. He's coming out with a cologne line. Yes. He's been developing it himself. He's looking for partners. Yeah. And he claims that yeah. if this works out, the name of his cologne is going to be called... Yeah. Man Smells. Man Smells. Yes. <laughs> And he claims that's exactly what his cologne's going to smell like. It's going to smell like man smells. Yes. All well, the different man smells. Would you like for me to describe all mixed into one? Yes. All mixed together. So can we list all the different man smells? I don't think we need to. I think we've all got a good idea. But that's what he's working on right now, Cliff. Cody Johnson. 
there's just part of me that's like, you know. It's like you're not trying. It's like, it's, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to take all these funky smells. Right. I've been producing man smells for decades. <laughs> No one has made them into a cologne for me yet. Yeah, and he's only 32. That's exactly not fair. Right. Yes. We should have got man smells. Well, we do have man smells. Do you want to smell my man smell? No, I don't. <laughs> Tall Cliff that yeah. Grumpy Cat has died. Yeah, I, I saw that. Kind of sad. Yeah. Well, fortunately, Cliff, <laughs> the spirit of foul-tempered aloof cats yeah. will live on in every other cat left on Earth. <laughs> True. I'm telling you. It's absolutely there's true. There's no difference between one and the other. No, you're absolutely right. They all right. act about the same. Yes. Well, Cliff, you mentioned Wabash Valley College. Yeah. And I am, I'm in their corner. I hope they win. I hope they make it to the uh, World Series of Junior College Baseball action. Yeah. I uh, I actually went over Friday afternoon and really? watched watched the Warriors play. <laughs> did you find the field? I did find the field. <laughs> I had you, to ask a lady. I'm going to say you had to stop and ask for directions. Yes, I did. You? But yeah. uh, it's a very nice field. Yeah. And I'll say this about the uh, hitters for uh, Wabash Valley. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to win today or not. I hope they do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying anything against the team from no, Iowa. No, no. Wabash Valley deserves to win. <laughs> they went on, what, like a 50-game winning streak or something like yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. When I saw them Friday, they were 55-2. and two. Yeah. And then they were 53-2. and two. I think they're 53 or 54-3, and three, but yeah. still impressive. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Cliff, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of baseball yeah. and watched a ton of it. Mm-hmm. Every player on Wabash Valley team yeah. that comes up to bat, yeah. and I love this about them, yeah. they swing with bad intentions. <laughs> I'm telling you, they go after a baseball like they're wanting to hurt the thing. Okay. And it's exciting to watch. It really is. Third pitch of the game, boom, it's over the fence. And you're like, whoa, I just got set down here and got my popcorn out. I haven't even cracked open my Diet Coke yet. (laughs) No kidding. there they are. We we make a lot of jokes about attorneys as a society, but apparently they have their own little secret society. And if one attorney crosses another in that secret society, there can be, as you might say, hell to pay. Take, for instance, Oklahoma lawyer Mark Bailey and his current tiff with the entire Oklahoma Bar Association. He was charged in 2017 with assault and battery, and then said Bar Association filed a formal complaint against him for possible attorney misconduct. An Oklahoma City TV station reports Bailey had reason to deliver a check for some payment to the Bar Association, perhaps it was the dues for his membership renewal, and decided to deliver that check directly to the Bar Association offices in person, and upon arrival insisted that it not be left with the receptionist, but instead handed directly to a general counsel staff member. The morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast wants you to know they, meaning the general counsel, immediately reported a damp brown smear across the front of the check. Yes, dude had uh, taken a check down to the lawyers with a poop stain on it. (laughs) He later told authorities that the check must have got something on it when it fell between the seats of his car. Yeah, if your car's a poop mobile. (laughs) And that is a pretty crappy thing to do. In fact, it's a stain on the entire legal profession. <laughs> well, my my car's pretty filthy, Cliff. Yeah, but, but it's not that bad. There's none of that <laughs> stuff going on. No, no, no. Well, that billionaire, Cliff, yeah. Robert Smith, had paid oh, off. Yeah, they the were loans. talking about that on the AP News. Yes, uh, he uh, was the commencement uh, speaker at what what school was that? Morehouse College. And, right, and at the end of his address, he said he was paying off. All of the graduating seniors' student loans. 
It was going to cost him $40 million to do that. Yeah. You don't see him at the DJ Academy paying <laughs> off anybody's loans. I'll say well, that, Cliff. That does kind of bring up the question. On your, let's say, for instance, the average graduating class from the DJ Academy. Yes. Maybe yours, maybe anybody else's. What is that entire balance of student loan debt? Well, Cliff, that's a tough question. I'm yeah. not exactly sure what it would be, but yeah. it would be somewhere, I would think, in the neighborhood of yeah. $1,400. <laughs> well, it's a six- or eight-week course, depending yeah. if you well, take the advanced one or not. <laughs> you know. Well, there's, there's two different graduation certificates then from the DJ Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the difference between the regular course and the advanced course? Do I look like I would be the advanced course applicant? I mean, really? Do you think I stayed the extra two, two weeks, weeks to the DJ Academy? Right. I luckily got in. You mean like through the admissions process? I tell you how it all got started. Yeah. It's almost like that election they just recently had in the Philippines. It ended in a tie, Oop. and they flipped a coin. And they that's flipped who a won. coin? Yes. Okay. And that's how I chose. Yeah. Well, it was pretty simple. It was a coin toss. DJ, yeah. cardiologist, flip the coin. <laughs> you could have been a cardiologist. Oh, easily. But no, the coin said, you're a DJ. <laughs> Cliff, I could be cracking chest open right now That's and right. fixing people's hearts. That's right. If and I'd have just done the coin toss differently. In, instead, you're wearing headphones and pushing one button. Once for on, once for off. I know. <laughs> Start and stop. <laughs> Maybe I should have done a two out of three. Two on out the of coin three flip. on the coin. Or, or here's another thing: you could have played rock paper scissors with yourself. Right hand wins DJ Academy. Left hand wins cardiology school. And you could have rigged it. No, yes. <laughs> stupid me, stupid me. Cliff, I've never been to Florida in my life. I never had any desire to until this morning when I read this story. Until this morning? Yes. And now you want to go? I kind of want to go to Melbourne, Florida, and I don't even know where it's located at. Melbourne, Florida? Yes. I have relatives in Melbourne. They're the the relatives who have confirmed to me that it is indeed just exactly as what it sounds like there. Is it in the middle of the state? Yeah. Well, it's it's on the Atlantic side, on the East Coast side, right up about midway up the state. And if you, um, it's like almost a straight line east from like Disney World, basically. Well, if you have relatives there, then you already know about Tank America. Wait, wait, no, I, I don't know anything about Tank America. Seriously, I, I'm positive. Oh man, Tank America. Yes, it's forty acres filled yeah. with trees and yeah. trails and mud mm-hmm. and old junk vehicles. Okay, and they have tanks there. That they let you and I get in. So like military tanks. Yes. This is what the soldiers drive. Yes. And you get to drive the tanks through four foot of mud and muck. Yeah. And crush cars and run over the top (laughs) of them and bang into stuff and hit trees and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Now, it starts at $300 to do it. The basic tank training course is (laughs) $349. The advanced... Tank package includes the terrain course and a car crush. That's nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. Well, I don't want to go to Melbourne near as bad as I thought. Now, <laughs> it's a thousand dollars to do that to crush a car. Yeah, teach you to drive all the bad terrain, crush a car. That, see, there's no reason to teach me to drive the tank. What can hurt it? I'll just run over everything. <laughs> What's the difference? Sadly, Cliff, it appears that I will not be making it to Melbourne, Florida. <laughs> 
<laughs> any time in my lifetime. Yeah. But mm -hmm. you, our wonderful listener, yes, you could be going to the French Lick Scenic Railway, Ooh. Beach Bend Park, okay, Indiana Caverns, yeah, and also the National Corvette Museum in, in Bowling, Green, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Kentucky. Now, how are you going to do that? Yeah, how are you going to do We're that? We're going to play the little game, Two Truths and a Lie. If you're correct, mm -hmm. all of those places, you will get free tickets for you and a friend to go to. All right, all right. We have a contestant on the line. Let's get right to it. All righty. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Lindy. I'm sorry, what was it? Lindy. Lindy, what's your last name? Inlow. And where are you from? Boonville. Okay, so uh, are you aware of the rules of the game you were about to play? You're going to tell two lies and the truth, and I have to pick the truth. No, I'm um, going to tell you two truths, and you're going to pick out the lie. Oh, okay. Oh, so. So you, you listen up for the lie here, Lindy, okay? All right, I'm going to give you three statements. Here we go. Number one, a young whale is called a calf. Number two, in billiards, the number one ball is green. And number three, the sun burns nine million tons of gas per second. Now, which of those is a lie? Okay, well, I know it's not number one. I know a whale is a cat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know anything about pools. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm going to guess that number three is probably right. I'm going to say number two. Number two is the lies. You, your final answer. Should I call a friend? <laughs> no, well, we don't have those options in this no, we, game. No, we don't. <laughs> So is that your final answer, Lindy, number two? Um, I'm going to say yes. Yes. Well, congratulations, <laughs> well Lindy, done. you won. <laughs> that The uh, number one ball is actually always yellow in pool. Well, I learned something new today. There well, you there go. you did. Now, wow. now, Lindy, I've got a question for you. Sure. Uh, if you want to, yeah. we could also offer you Holiday World tickets on top of this prize package if you'd like to try the best two out of three. Again, two truths and a lie. Or you can take your winnings and say, hey, I've got what I want. I'm going. Do I lose my winnings if I don't get yeah. next Well, of course you do, Lindy. Yep. Yep. Of course you do. Okay. Yes. I better just take my winnings because I don't know if I can get that lucky again. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations, Lindy. We've got your name stamped right on yeah. there. You have a great time at all of those destinations, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Lindy. Yeah. Bye. Well, Cliff, I'm glad she did that because I'm telling you, Cliff, yeah. the two truths and a lie that yeah. is here in my hand. This would have been the second set of questions. Is literally impossible for you to win so disproportionately more difficult far more well it's holiday world ticket well i mean yeah that's the most valuable prize generally that we give away yes so lindy congratulations yeah. here's luke combs experts are saying cliff that this year is going to be a very bad year for mosquitoes well it's already a bad year for those gnats which i have heard called buffalo gnats so we had someone text that in that's what i thought but later on yeah we are going to be in, be inundated with mosquitoes. It's not going to be really a problem for me, Cliff. <laughs> really? I no. mean, the buffalo gnats aren't, as you say. That's right. Because of your sweetness. Yes. What's going to keep the mosquitoes away from you? Well, you see, Cliff, I've had yeah. a little tax problem this year. I forgot to turn in all of my paperwork. Yeah. And that made me late. Yeah. And so at this point in time, pretty well the government has drained all of my blood, and I won't have to worry about mosquitoes. <laughs> none left for the mosquitoes. <laughs> Absolutely none. No blood for left for the mosquitoes. There's barely <laughs> enough pumping in me right now. Well, our ticket to the bank this morning, Cliff, yeah. 
We went to the department here at the Morning Road Show, the Department of Irony. <laughs> really? Two stories okay. that feature irony on the Take It to the Bank. Okay. One of those stories yes. featuring superstar singer and recording artist yes. Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. Something ironic about Barry Manilow. Really? That's like, like one of his songs? Exactly. Really? Yes. So like... Maybe it's the that the song Mandy could have actually been named Randy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wrong song. Wrong ironies. Quit it. Stop it. It has nothing to do with Mandy's well, song. it's true. I'm just saying. I mean, you can't deny the fact that it's not true. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. And it comes today, two stories from the Morning Road Show Department of Irony. Okay. First one. Yes. Barry Manilow. All right. It's about a song. Yes. All right. So I'm guessing... It's the song, Could It Be Magic, which a lot of people don't realize it was actually based on a Chopin piece. It's a classical thing. And most people don't realize that because on the album it was like 10 minutes long, but when it was released as a single, it was closer to three. That's a good guess, but that would be incorrect. Oh. The okay. irony is about a song called, yeah. I Write the Songs. Okay. I've been alive forever, and I write, wrote the very first song. Okay. I put the words and the melodies together. I am music, <laughs> and I write the songs. Oh, he made a big hit out of it. Well, yeah. But he wrote none of it. <laughs> so the song, I Write the Songs, was not written by Barry Manilow. Not at all. Where he proclaimed to write the song. And that's exactly right. <laughs> it was written by a member of the Beach Boys, Bruce Johnston. Okay. That's who actually wrote I write the songs. Well, that's ironic. Yes. And speaking of ironic, yes. Karl Marx. Yeah. He's known the world over. Yes. As the most famous critic of capitalism in history. Okay. And he's buried in London. Yes. And it cost $6 to go see his grave in London. That's pretty capitalistic now, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's <laughs> kind of like a little poke at Carl. By charging $6 to see a grave. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and all of that you can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. Play rock, paper, and scissors with yourself. <laughs> you could have been a cardiologist. Yes, I could have. Number two. No blood left for the mosquitoes, because the federal government's taking much of it. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, as heard later on our podcast. Go to weedandcliff.com for more information. I've been producing man smells for decades. <laughs> I don't need a cologne. I can make my own man smells. Thank well, you very much. Cody Johnson mm -hmm. wants you to buy his. Right. But I can make my own man smells. Well, maybe his smell better. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> why couldn't the news have come sooner? If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.